Welcome, everybody, to DWZ Podcast with J-Rod, deleted WrestleZones podcast on professional wrestling, such as promotions as AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and much others. So, I want to get off the bat and say I'm uh, that I'm back, guys. I'm very sorry I wasn't around. I was uh, pretty much occupied with a lot of things. There's been um, some changes in my personal life that had to be undressed and some things that I had to take care of. But I've forgotten about doing the podcast for a long time. I've been meaning to do this for a while, but now I'm back. I got two interesting subjects to talk about. Uh, one is AW Dark that took place yesterday. Uh, no, today's Wednesday. Yeah. Today's Wednesday, um, February the fifth. So it's so I got AW Dark and Impact Wrestling all took place on February fourth, which was yesterday. So let's start with AW Dark. Now, as you all know, there was matches that took place in Ohio since the previous week of AEW Diamond Night. That's where it took place. First match it started was a tag team match with the Jurassic Express consistent of Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy alongside Luchasaurus, who's in the, in the ringside supporting his teammates, versus Sonny Kiss and Brandon Cutler. Now, as you all know, I've always been a fan of the Jurassic experience reason is is because they're a unique uh, bunch and I love their characters I love what they were doing and this was and Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy have tag team before uh if you guys don't know the story that they originally when they both joined AEW they were going to have both uh Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy as a tag team but later it went with Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy reason behind that is because of their history they both were part of the same training school and then Marco Stunt joined a little later, but it fit perfectly. Now this match was great. I, I enjoyed it. It started out with Marco Stunt and Brandon Cutler. I was like thinking, "Oh man, this is going to be an interesting match to see both." I, I didn't know what to expect until I saw it. <laughs> it was, there was some great moments, and there was some moments with Sunny Kiss. Of course, you all know how Sunny Kiss is really athletic with what he does. I I love what he does. You know, with you know what he. <sighs> I can't pronounce it right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but of course, like I, like any other story, other match, there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. But the winners was Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy. You know, I loved what they were going with it. Now the next match was a women's match. This was Hikaru Shida versus the Nightmare Collective, Mel, alongside Awesome Kong and Luther. Now um, I'm gonna. Give a little spoilers that happened prior before this was came. Someone tweeted this out. Someone spoiled it for everyone. That it turned out that Mel and Luther turned their backs on Awesome and they attacked her. I don't know why would someone decide. I'm assuming it had to be someone who was there during Dynamite. So, nice job, pal, for revealing this for all of us. So next time, keep your mouth shut. But I did saw it. I mean, it was a good match. Um, I'm a big fan of Hikaru Shida. But uh, I must break away from this segment. Uh, as you all said that she was injured. But today it was announced by many people to saying that Awesome Kong is done with wrestling. Now, there is no official word if she's quitting AEW. But the way I would see it, and I have to agree with uh, Angle with um, Destination Pro Wrestling, that maybe she would take over as a backstage role. I heard that she's been also worked as a coach, but also she's been leading on um, 
to have health care for all the wrestlers if you know her history. Which she fits perfectly to help out and AW really want to make a name for themselves. So yeah. So basically this could be what happened, but no Brandy was around. They're going with the story that something that Brandy's going to therapy. Which is funny. Now we go back to the Jericho Cruise. Now this match was not even aired. It was in International Waters. It was the first ever intergender tag team match. This is something that Kenny has been thought of for a very long time. Kenny Omega. So it was a match between him, Kenny Omega, along with Rio versus the super bad Kip Sabian and super bad girl uh, Pelana B. Ford. Now, this was an interesting match. They, As you all know, Tony Khan is against intergender matches. He always had. He mentioned this before that he will not have intergender matches whatsoever. Um, now, I will put this on the YouTube channel, and I'll probably talk about this too, about what I think about intergender matches. But I'm thinking about bringing a wrestler experience, someone who wrestled. I'm thinking about maybe B-Boy, if he can help me out with this one, because I feel, because I've seen him has done intergender matches. So we'll see about that, where we go from there. So, oh yeah. And of course, uh, Mike Camden, see what he says. So we'll go from there. Now, the match was great. I, I love what they were doing. I saw Kenny against Penelope Ford, uh, Kip Sabian with Rio. It, it's tremendous. Now, according to Kenny, he said this was only a test. Um, yeah, I have to say, I'm I'm down to see this type of matches before. I'm I'm really open to the idea. And of course, the winners always has been Kenny and Rio. You know, they always have teamed up for a long time. So, I can't wait to see more. Now, the next match that took place back in Ohio for Cleveland was the best friends alongside Orange Cassidy versus Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard looking for a tag team partner. Now, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, Colin Delaney. I never heard of him, but uh, Sean's, uh, Tully is looking for Sean Spears, a great tag team partner. As you know, AEW is now becoming strong with their tag team division because... Um, we have seen that with a with WWE. They haven't had a good, steady tag team division for a long time. It's always been a fiasco on their part. But I'm excited for that. But of course, as always. But my favorite moment in this particular match was when Orange Cassidy shows was in the front, getting while uh, the best friends Spears and the nail the Delaney were outside. Tully was right there trying to play Orange Cassidy's game. Now, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I would love to see those two throw down. It, it would have been great. I, I would have had a, a fun moment with these guys to see it. But, of course, Sean Spears shows up and attacked uh, Freshly Squeeze. But that's what happened. But it was a great uh, episode on ABW Dark. Now, if you guys know, there will be a second show for AEW, but uh, they're saying they might put Dark as part of that. We're not sure. There's still no word on this, but I'm willing to see what's going to go. So that is it with AEW Dark for that. Now let's go with Impact Wrestling. Now, it's for the last couple of weeks, Impact has been in Mexico City doing a lot of shows every week. It starts out with Tessa Blanchard calling out one of her enemies, and the person who responded was Ace Austin, alongside Reno Scum with Luster the Legend and Adam Thornstow. Now, 
Ace Austin's been in the face of t uh, Tessa for a while, telling her right then and out that she remembered taking her out during the cruiserweight, you know, match that took place months ago. Um, but it was a great match, another intergender match between Tessa Blanchard and Adam Thornstow. I loved it. I did enjoy it some moments. Uh, Tessa took the victory on this one. Now, right at the end, Ace Austin began to attack uh, Tessa, tried to take her out, but, of course, the hardcore legend Tommy Dreamer came out. So it ended like that, where Austin just took off. Now, ooh, all right. So later they go with um, a little segment in the back where Madison Rain and Kara Hogan were just having a conversation. Here comes Tail Val Valkyrie asking for their help. Now, both Madison and Kira have helped her out before, but she never kept up to the end of her bargain to give either of these two a title shot. So they're not going to help her, so they just refused. So Taya was on her own on this one, which was so funny. Now, back in the ring, Tommy Dreamer issued a challenge to Ace Austin in a no-holds-barred uh, fall-count-anywhere match. Yeah, so this was interesting. I I never seen Ace. I don't know if I ever seen Ace Austin in this type of match before, but I was looking forward to it. Now the next match was the Battle of the Bulls. That type. We had Rhino versus Taurus. Now, Rhino and Taurus have faced off before in a triple threat match against Moose, but Moose always claimed that he had the better spear than everybody else. It was a great match between Rhino and Taurus, but it ended with a no contest where Moose attacked both men and then both Rhino and Toros double team against Moose. Kind of ruined their match. I mean, I have to say, Moose deserved it. But I don't know if there will ever be a, another triple threat match or whatever the story they're going to go with this one. I can't tell who had the better spear, but we'll see from there. Then we jump in with Michael Elgin. Now, if you guys don't know, he's in now in a rivalry against Eddie Edwards in the best of seven series. Now, Eddie Edwards has been one of the best wrestlers in Impact for a long time. He has been champion in, in Pro Wrestling Noah and Impact Wrestling. But it's a great segment. I, I enjoyed it, you know. But we'll see where they're going to go with the best of seven series. I think they're both tied. So that means there's five more matches to go. I'm going to assume they're going to go with the tie. And then the last one will be a winner. But uh, something tells me Michael Elgin might take the win on this one. But we'll see when we cross the bridge on that. Now, the next segment we see, uh, Rosemary has been obsessed to try to bring back Sue Young ever since she became Susie when she died in the hands of Jessica Havoc. Now, Rosemary was looking for James Mitchell like, try to ambush him, while Taya was looking for a taxi partner to deal with Jordan Grayson, whoever she was aligned with. It was so funny where they were going. But Rosemary attacked James Mitchell, James Mitchell and locked him up in a closet. And then later, here comes Jessica Havoc, tried to free him, but Rosemary ambushed him. And then when she completed that task, she goes into the ring, waits for Susie. Now, Rosemary's true intention is to bring back Sue Young, which is kind of crazy how it goes. I didn't know what to expect. I did not know where they were going to go. It was so great to see Susie 
but not as Sue Young. There were some moments she did put out the aggressiveness, but yeah. But later the match ended in no contest because Rosemary was taking Susie to the back. Now, let's go back a few months ago. Uh, Sue Young was in a match against Jessica Havoc, and frankly, Jessica Havoc killed her, hanged her from a stairway, left her to die. But Rosemary's true attention is to bring Sue Young back to ensure that Susie does not be manipulated by James Mitchell. Now, this is like a battle between two darkness people, which is really insane, <laughs> but it's a great story. And then, of course, out of nowhere, Sue Young returns. Now, James Mitchell, crying like a little baby, cannot believe that Rosemary actually did. Now, Rosemary didn't care if Sue Young kicks her ass. She was just happy to bring her back. <laughs> but it was great. Then we go with the, the next match, TJP and with... Falaba versus Hijo del Vikingo, uh, or Vikingo, which is like the Viking. I have to say, this is one of those matches that stole the night. I enjoyed this one. Best of the Cruiserweight division. But this one was more of X Division style. I, I, great moves from both sides. I enjoyed it. So, I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know where they're going to go. But all of a sudden, when TJP won the match... The North attacked, attacked both TJP and and Vikino, but ba, uh, Fahala Ba decided to push the North out of the ring, try to show him that he's not afraid of them. So it was a great story where they were going to go with this. So I, I wasn't sure where they're going to go afterwards, but I'm happy where they took it. Now, um, the next match was a taxi match between Daga with uh, and Dr. Wagner Jr. alongside uh, Galileo de Mal, who is Dr. Wagner's son, uh, versus OVE Jake and Dave Christ. Uh, it was a great match. I did enjoy the, the match between both that the teaming between Daga and Dr. Wagner. So, of course, the match came to Daga and Wagner, but Madman Fulton assaulted both men, and Galileo was trying to. Intervene, but it didn't work out. Then we go to the main event, which is Ace Austin versus Tommy Dreamer. Falls County went out. This one was one of those hardcore, brutal matches. I was really hoping where they were going to go with this one. Now, uh, there were some great moves from both sides, but I'm super excited where they're going to go with this. So, there were some great moves from both uh, the legend Tommy Dreamer and the new guy Ace Austin, but of course, like any other match, Ace Austin took the victory, and that's how it ended. But I have a feeling that this between him and Tessa Blanche is far from over. But they are set to wrestle in the upcoming paper upcoming pay per views in a few months. But I'll get back to you guys on that. Now, before I go, guys, I want to talk to you guys in the, uh, for a minute. Uh, as you all know, I've been uh, there's new segments that I've started with the the YouTube channel. So I have this thing called DWZ at the wrestling event. So I'm excited with with this because we're gonna see me kind of like doing a bit of a vlog and we're going to the wrestling events. I'm planning to go to some more wrestling events in the San Diego area, but if there's any that I go, you know, outside of San Diego, I'll put that up. But there will be more. Uh, also, I'm working on a discussion I'm going to put bo on both 
the podcast and the and the channel. So this one's gonna call Exodus of All Japan Pro Wrestling. Now I'm gonna give you a quick preview of what that means. Uh, three situations that happened in the years with All Japan Pro Wrestling where wrestlers took off and formed real promotions. So it's a real big research I'm doing, but stand by for that. So uh, I'll talk to you guys later. So I must bid all of you adieu. Hope I'll do more. So stand by for more of me. So adieu. So goodbye. Mwah! And have a nice day.